Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You guys, we back. You guys, we back. We back, we back, we back. You guys, we back. Yes, be with S.B. Randolph Third. That's me. I'm S.B. Randolph Third. This is Yes, be with S.B. Randolph Third. Thank you for joining us. And by us, I mean me. Because <laughs> I'm the only one up in this motherfucking. We back. And by that, I really do mean we back. Because I did take, I took a I'm not gonna lie to you guys I took like a week and a half and I just you know what I got really centered in my spirit I, I you know what? I didn't do I didn't do anything of the sort you know what I did I'm I'm getting my MBA so I was <laughs> <laughs> writing papers about marketing strategies <laughs> that's what I was doing but now we've got a hold of that. I'm like, okay, well, let's dive back in. Because you know what? It's Black History Month, you guys. And so I'm really excited about this. Big, big month. Well, actually, it's a small month. We all know that. It's the smallest, literally the smallest month. But big month over here at Yes Be with SB. Because, y'all, the cat's out of the bag. Beyonce's coming. Beyonce is coming, she said. Black History Month. <laughs> Fuck Black History Month. It's Beyonce Month. So Beyonce just announced her concert. The whole world tour is happening. She did that show in Dubai. That little riff she did at the end is going viral on TikTok. The one in the water, I'm sure you've seen it. They lift her up real high and explosions, firecrackers going off. And and so it's now Beyonce month. So just every, all plans out the window. You know, so join her truth. We'll talk about you later. Uh, sorry, Frederick Douglass. <laughs> it's Beyonce month. And so... I figured what better film to start with than the one that Beyonce stole from. So we're doing Paris is Burning. And this is an LGBTQIA plus documentary, so it's going to be educational for a lot of y'all. I know that. If you have never seen this film, it's, it's totally cool because, I mean, yes, I mean, there's going to be a thousand spoilers I'm going to tell you, but it doesn't really like spoil the film because it's documentary. So it's not like, you know, 
it's a great history lesson because the, here's the thing. This, the film has already been spoiled because 99% of it is like already woven into our culture. It is a documentary from, I believe, 19... It's either 1989 or 1991. It was like shot in 89 and released in 91 or something like that. But I love this film. And so much of our culture right now and things that we do and things that we say actually come from this period in time and very specifically are drawn from this particular film because this film documented this thing, this this sort of cultural movement that was happening. And it's kind of the one rare glimpse that we have behind the curtain of this cultural movement as it was happening a lot of the things that are deriv- derivative of it came, came from people seeing this film now there's a lot of controversy around the film because the director oh, see we're getting we're getting into the drama already we're three minutes in uh so <laughs> uh jenny livingston the director is this um a white uh white woman uh she's a filmmaker in um New York at the time, and she had gotten a glimpse of this culture. I believe at the time, as the story goes, she was working for some paper. I believe maybe it might have been the New York Times or something. And she was like, yo. Well, she probably didn't say that. She was like, hey. <laughs> That's my impression of Ginny Livingston. I wonder how old she is now. I wonder if she's still Livingston. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, she she got a glimpse of this nightlife culture that was happening. And by the way, you guys, so this is about very specifically, it's about black and brown queer culture in New York. Very underground, very hush-hush, very you had to know about it to to get in and to 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 experience it. So she got a glimpse of it because she was following people. I guess she was like at NYU or something. And she was like interning at a magazine, something, something like interning at the newspaper or something. And then um, she'd gotten a glimpse of it. And she was like, where's everybody going? Cause it's like a Saturday night at like 2 AM and all these people were going to this place. And she was like, where are y'all going? It was, you know, a bunch of black and brown queer people. She's like, where are y'all going? Um, and they were like, girl, you don't know nothing about this. I'm doing very, piss poor job <laughs> of an impression of one of these people but you know what i'm saying you get the spirit so they were like girl you don't know girl you don't know nothing about this and then they took her you know what we're gonna call you know what is it what's the alice in wonderland like through the looking glass they is that what it is <laughs> they took her over the rainbow isn't that is that the wizard of oz <laughs> where did the house go over a rainbow or did it, it went in a tornado they took her in a tornado <laughs> they swept her up in a gay tornado and they <laughs> dropped her down inside no they 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 took her through the looking glass to uh, what was called a ball because there's a thing called ball culture so some of you might be familiar with this some of you might not if you're not then i'll explain it to you ball culture is something that you're not familiar with okay did you get that great so <laughs> no so basically ball culture is this i'll just boil this down the simplest bite-sized pieces i can come up with so basically ball culture is uh so basically disenfranchised black and brown queer people in new york city started these things called balls counterculture to a traditional ball where they would it was like a pageant where they would walk in categories and so each of these categories had certain criteria that must be met and and the everyone who walked in the category was scored and the people who scored the most snatched 
trophies. And if your whole goal is to snatch trophies because all these people are divided into houses, like fashion houses in Paris and stuff. So but they, they some of them take names that are derived from these Paris fashion houses. But they their goal is for your house to win the most trophies, to snatch the most trophies at that ball. And then, you know, so everybody's like, you know, it's like a the Super Bowl for 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 queers. And it's a lady from New York. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a football. It's a Super Bowl for quiz. That is a ball. 101. That's ball culture 101. If you need to know more than fucking Google it. What do I look like to you? So then... Uh, <laughs> so you've, you've heard things about this, surely, at some point. And I know what you're saying right now. What you're saying is probably, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And what I'm going to say to you is no. That is nothing to do with this and i mean that in the kindest way possible but it really has nothing to do with this rupaul was somewhere on the upper east side with james st james and michael alling doing what they were doing and i'm not going to tell you what they were doing but if you knew what i'm talking about you knew what they were doing up there anyway so that's a different queer culture that was happening in new york this is not that so we just need to make that distinction. And that's why, like, if, you, if you've watched RuPaul's Drag Race, when people do things that are of ball culture, you will notice RuPaul looking like, I don't know what that is. You've never seen RuPaul do a spin into a dip ever in your life. By the way, it's not called a death drop. It's called a dip. Spins and dips, okay? Laomi says so, then that's what it is. By the way... I can't believe they canceled Legendary. Speaking of, so if you if you've ever seen the HBO show Legendary, that is ball culture for television. And then, oh, also speaking of modern shows that are derived from this cultural moment, uh, another one is Pose, that Ryan Murphy show. How do we always get back to Ryan Murphy whenever I'm talking about anything? Y'all roads lead to Ryan Murphy. You know what? I need to. I should call him. <laughs> I do not know Ryan Murphy, um, but I do. I, I want to. I want somebody. To, you know, we need to, uh, Ryan Murphy. You know, he need to have five more shows. Remember when he had like seventeen shows going? It was like it was like uh, that OJ. You know, it was American Horror Story. There was something called Feud. You know, he had like fifty. Oh, and another one called Pose, which brings us back to what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> The, the modern show Pose, Pose, which, you know, won a bunch of Emmys and, and Golden Globes and things like that, you know. <laughs> Not going to get into any of that. Here's the thing. Pose is a show that's derivative of this cultural moment, uh, but Pose also <laughs> rips off this show this documentary just so blatantly i'm happy to that they are bringing some of these stories and things to light but also like you are ripping things off of people's real lives and you're doing it because you know they're not gonna sue you and to me i don't know how i feel about that um you know you're ripping off disenfranchised people which makes you basically the same as jenny livingston that brings us back to my jenny livingston story you guys see if you, if you just let me talk long enough i'll get back to the point and so, so Jenny Livingston got got a look through the looking glass at ball culture. And she was like, you know what? I need to commit this to film so that other people can see behind, you know, these doors and, and see uh, this glimpse at this culture that I didn't even was, know what was going on in my own city. I had no idea. Other people must see this. So she went to the 
I believe it was the Times or whatever. She went to whatever paper or magazine that she was working with at the time, and she was like, I need a camera, and I need a crew, and we need to document this. And they were like, okay, white woman, you can have whatever you want. And so then um, she got the camera and the crew, and they shot this documentary called Paris is Burning about ball culture in New York City at this time. I believe it was 1989, 1989 to 1991 or something. But I believe it came out in 1991. I stand by that. Anyway, so it gets controversial because Jenny Livingston, I, I guess the people who were involved with it, you know, didn't know it was going to be this whole big cultural movement. <laughs> you know, they knew they were doing something great. But uh, once it got out, you know, it became this big whole thing and it became a big money making thing. And uh, these people didn't make any money. And so they were, of course, really pissed because now they're the face and name and of this whole thing, but they're not making any money. Also, several movements and things came out of it if you're looking at mcdonald <laughs> what i call her mcdonna <laughs> mcdonna you know the singer mcdonna i mean she's kind of the mcdonald's like <laughs> uh pop culture movement so yeah mcdonna so uh, mcdonna vogue <laughs> uh voguing is a as a is a dance movement that came uh, from these people. It has nothing to do with McDonough and her bastardized version of it. She just saw something and she capitalized on it, a lot like Jenny, Jenny Livingston. A lot of these uh, types of people see these things in these cultures and then they they take it and they make it their own and they make a bunch of money off of it, even though it has nothing to do with them. And then the people who invented and created it are, you know, sit, <laughs> just sitting there like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, so it's a lot, you know, like, you know, especially like with the TikTok dances nowadays and things, uh, it's a lot of the same thing going on, you know, uh, just, you know, <laughs> certain people keep colonizing things. So you can't stop colonizing. So. Anyway, so that's the controversy around McDonough and also Jenny Livingston is that, you know, she she made a career and a name for herself off of the backs of all these people, all these disenfranchised people, you know, who took their their moment of, of joy and their really tough lives. You know, they, they really took the hardships of their lives and made something beautiful out of it, and then somebody else took it and sold it, and so it's just kind of dirty, but whatever. The good part about it is we all have this documentary now that we can look at and and see, you know, all the wonderful creations that these people made. So it is a document of that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I already knew this is how this was going to go. I was like, oh, God, I'm doing Paris is Burning. I'm going to be talking about the movie more than that. Before the movie even starts, I'm going to have so much to say about the movie. But anyway, I could talk about Paris is Burning for hours, you guys. Here's the deal, too. I'm going to tell you the best part about this film. So after you guys watch this, because I want you to watch it. Like, listen to this first. Don't turn this off. Don't you don't you dare. Listen to me. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. Don't you dare turn this off. Okay. I need you to listen. I need listeners. So once you listen to this, and don't you dare turn it off, I want you to then watch the film. But then here's the best part. After you watch the film, listen, lean in, you guys, listen. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Just dropped my phone on my foot. <clears throat> All right, guys, lean in again. Okay. After you watch the documentary, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Then I want you to Google each of the main characters 
and I want you to find out some really wild shit, okay? Some of it's on the Wikipedia page, some of it's not. <laughs> so, I want you guys to do that whenever you're done watching the film, especially Dorian Corey, you guys. Like, <laughs> that Poe's plotline was literally Dorian Corey's real life. Anyway, um, if you know what I'm talking about, if you know, you know. This is going to be exciting. I'm really excited to watch it again. I feel I feel like this is the best way to kick off Black History Month because we're go A, number one, it's history. <laughs> B, number two, it's black. <laughs> and C, number three, Beyonce. Most importantly, C, number three, Beyonce. Speaking of its cultural influence, uh, Beyonce's new album, you guys, have you guys check out Beyonce's new album? Beyonce's new album is basically a ballroom album. She, what she did, basically, <laughs> was what Jenny Livingston did and what old McDonough did. And that, <laughs> that's uh, ripping off ball culture, you know. But she is black, so, you know, she, she is somewhat more entitled to it. And, but the thing about Beyonce is, is she's giving them credit. She, like, sampled these people's music and, like, she put to see, you know, who these popular people were. She's, you know, taking samples from the music and stuff they're doing now. So that she did it in a very responsible way, paying homage to it and not just exploiting it. If you ever heard category is, that's ball culture. You know, tens across the board, that's, that's ball culture. Um, duck walking, walk, duck walk, things like that. Um, you know, you know, what's a Lady Gaga walk, walk, fashion, baby, you know, basically anyone calling themselves houses who's outside of Italian fashion houses is ball culture. Um, sachet chante, 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 ball culture. There could be a, could, this list could go on forever, but it touches every bit of pop culture, um, sh terminology, shady, reading, like all these things are ball culture. That's the funny thing is some people will be like, that's shady. And like, they'll be like, <laughs> some people will like viscerally hate black and brown queer people. And then they'll use terms like shady and not even understand where it came from. You hate them, but you think it's shady. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you should do some, some research. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we love, we love the new Beyonce album. I mean, it's one of those ones that you can just listen to cover to cover. You just press play. Those are the best albums. They don't really have those anymore. Just press play. No skips. I'm not in the beehive, but I, you know, I love me some Beyonce. But anyways, this the, the new album, I, you know, and it better, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it better when the fucking Grammy. I guess this will be out. When will this be out? No, this will be out before the Grammys. So this it it's better win the Grammy. And if it doesn't win the Grammy, you guys, oh my God. There will be riots at the concert. There, there will be blood. You guys, Paris will burn. Like, I, it's not going to be pretty. But um, I'm so glad that she finally announced the concert because, like, it, what, what was she doing? Why did this take so long? Where are the videos first, but also, what, what, what took so long between the concert announcement? She said, oh, I'm, in, like, gonna do a concert, but then she announced she was going on tour, but then we never heard anything else about it, and then, like, Taylor Swift's tour got announced, and then it all went to shit, and then... <laughs>
then suddenly nobody's like, nobody's going on tour anymore because like Ticketmaster or something, the Congress or something, Ticketmaster. We got, I don't know. I just feel like all this crazy stuff happened. Like, and then they were like, I don't know. I, I feel like I saw a, <laughs> a clip package on the news of people quoting Taylor Swift lyrics in, in this Ticketmaster's hearing or something. I'm like, what's co- what the fuck is going on? Did you guys see that one congressman who, who wrote his entire speech with chat AI. I'm like, what the fuck is going? Stop it! What what is happening here anymore? And then they got the crazy congressman who who just keeps making things up. And he was a drag queen. See, this all comes back together. This is all full circle. So now we have the crazy drag queen congress dude. I'm like, what the what the fuck is going on anymore? Not that the drag queen can't be a congressman, but then he was like. They, they, it came out that he was a, a drag queen. And he said, no, I'm not. I've never done drag. And then he came back and he said, I did. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This guy's told so many lies. It's just absolute. I feel like I feel like he's a dangerous person. I don't think that this is like just manipulative. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I feel like he might not be all there. Cause have you guys seen him? They they play those clips. Like some mornings he'll bring food to the journalists outside of his office. He's like, mm, hey, I got you guys some donuts. Do not eat those fucking donuts. <laughs> Do not eat those motherfucking donuts. He's like, hey, gang, gang, I got you cupcakes. Don't eat those fucking cupcakes. Don't even eat. Them. You don't even know which one of his personalities made them. This isn't. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I just, I, he, he weirds me out. Anyway, so it came out that he actually was a drag queen. And so then, <laughs> like, it's like, like, bro, we have pictures. Like, you, this isn't, what do you think is happening here? Anyways, and so that dude, he weirds me out. And I'm like, who, y'all really voted for him? I want to know who voted for him. If you voted for him, I want you to send me a message. And I'm going to cuss you out. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, it's just, it's a wild, it's, it's a wild time, you guys, what a time, but God bless him, I wish him the best, drag queen congressman, I wish you the best, so anyways, we gotta watch this fucking movie, we 20, 25 minutes deep in this bitch right now, so, it's time to actually press play on the movie, so I'm gonna just go ahead and do that, I'm gonna just rush to it, cause I, or else I'm gonna keep talking, that, that's the thing, guys, see, I've been off, so I got a lot to motherfucking say, so here we go, but I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna press play on the movie, I'm gonna start the movie, whatever, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like we might, maybe we'll hear from that congressman, no, I feel like that's been done, that's been done, I'm not gonna do that, okay, <clears throat> 
pressing play now. Okay, you guys, we are talking about the Peppa LaBeja entrance, like the legendary Peppa LaBeja, legendary mother of the house of LaBeja, enters in this gold <laughs> LeMay extravaganza. Not to be confused with the house of extravaganza, but um, so I love this entrance and it has been it has been parodied and been imitated a thousand times because the garment, you know, transforms. Nobody does it quite like Peppa La Beja. We're not going to be shady, just fierce. The thing about some of the categories is like when we get into what realness is, realness is being able to pass as something. And so uh, there are several like realness categories. But when you get into realness, there is like a deep sort of sadness to that because uh it's people pretending to be something that they um weren't necessarily allowed to be not that they couldn't be but they weren't allowed to be like there's uh, categories of like school realness is like one of the categories where they dress up like someone who's going to school so that they could could show that they you know have the ability to appear as someone who could go to school they just don't have the opportunity the luxury of that in their life you know they're struggling to make ends meet and and to survive you know a lot of these people have been kicked out of their their homes and stuff they don't have places to live you can't register for school if you don't have a place to live so um you know uh, they you know a lot of these people are disenfranchised in a lot of different ways they don't have families you know they have these chosen families but you know they don't have the option to just go to school but anyway so if you want to know what realness is realness is the ability to appear as if you are the thing to show that you could be the thing if the situations had allowed you to, to uh, have that opportunity. So a lot of this film is sort of framed together by Dorian Corey, who is a character in this, uh, just getting her makeup ready to do a drag ball and just spitting knowledge. And it's incredible because some of it, it's like like she just said, um, uh, Liz Taylor's famous. So is Pepper LaBeja. Just a very much different quantity. <laughs> which is fair they're both famous just a different quantity liz taylor has a a much greater quantity of fame than peppa la beja anyways um so dorian Corey just spits these fucking diamonds throughout this whole movie <sighs> and i'm not gonna tell you dorian Corey's secret it'll probably slip out but um but yeah dorian Corey's sitting on a secret <laughs> Okay, the MC just busted out the Shantae, 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 Shantae. She goes, if you guys want to know where that comes from, it does not come from RuPaul. It comes <laughs> from the MC, from this film. I'm going to lay off Ru for a minute. I'm going to lay off Ru for a minute. Um, I've always... <laughs> so, so stupid. I've always said... <laughs> All right, here's the thing. Um... Uh, you know how everyone has a drag name like mine? So it's like I decided what my drag name would be if I ever did drag. <laughs> Which, by the way, one time, one time, I, like, first of all, I'm like, I'm, I'm an actor, and a writer, and now a filmmaker, and I'm currently working on distribution for my short film, Project and Serve. But back in the day, when I was, you know, acting, my acting agent one time, in a meeting, he said, "You know what?" Uh, you need to do, you just, uh, you need to go ahead and do RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you just go ahead and do RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was like, I'm not a drag queen. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
that. Sir, you are of course fired. <laughs> um, but anyway, so my, if I, if I was a drag queen right then, and I know what my drag name would be. I've already decided. Guys, and it's a terrible drag name. That's why this, we want to know I, I would never do drag because I'd be terrible at it. My here's my terrible drag name. Are you guys ready for this? I'm I don't know that I've ever revealed this to anyone, okay? Alright, you guys. It would be <laughs> this is my drag name. <laughs> it would be Ms. Now you guys, this is a terrible drag name. I've already warned you, okay? So <laughs> if you think it's something great's gonna happen right now, I'm you, set the set your expectation too low. Um Ms. Not Mrs. And not Miss, but Ms. Ms. Beverly Squeezings. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny to me. I don't know why. I think it's just funny to say. Ms. <laughs> it's funny to say, you guys. Ms. Beverly Squeezings. It's got all of the good sounds in your mouth. Sa, qua, e, zing, za. It's got it's got guttural sounds. It's got the plosives. It's got Miss Beverly squeezing. <laughs> it's fun to say. It rolls off the tongue. Anyway, so <laughs> so it'd be <clears throat> Miss, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the floor. <laughs> Ms. Beverly Squeezings. Shante, Shante, Shante. And yes, that is plural. Squeezings. So don't say Miss Beverly Squeezing or I will not come to the stage, okay? Let's take a break. You guys, you guys. You guys. You guys. Paris is on fucking fire, you guys. Paris is lit right now. But we got to stop for a minute because we have to pause because it's time for us to get a message from our sponsors. But here at Yesby with SB Randolph III, we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so, But if we did, it might be sponsored by something like Beyonce World Tour. Ba -ba 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 Beyonce's coming. Hey y'all, it's your girl Beyonce. I'm coming to concert, so don't quit your job anymore. You gotta get that money right. Fresh from her concert in Dubai, ba 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 ba. Beyonce's coming. Hey y'all, it's your girl Beyonce. Now y'all gotta stop sharing that riff that I did in Dubai on TikTok, cause I don't make no money off of that. <laughs> Better get your tickets fast, because Beyonce's coming. Hey y'all, it's your girl Beyonce. Tickets for my new Renaissance World Tour on sale now for the very low, low price of over a thousand dollars in every single section. Ba 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 Beyonce's coming. Taylor Swift is shaking in a ba 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 boots. Hey, it's your girl Beyonce. I took that fifty million dollars that I made in Dubai and I bought Ticketmaster, so you ain't gotta worry about no trouble with them no more. Ba 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 Beyonce's coming with ba 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 new music. 
Hey, it's your girl Beyonce. I love my LGBTQ fans, and I wrote a special song just for you all to put on TikTok called LG Beyonce T that I can get paid royalties for this time. Baba Beyonce loves her LG Baba Baba Beyonce T QIA Plus fans. Beyonce is coming and she re bill ticket master. Hey y'all, it's your girl Beyonce. Now, all you gotta do in order to get tickets is you send an email to Ticketmaster and then Ticketmaster sends you an email and then you log into the ticket and then they will send you another email back and then when you get an email back, then you will get a spot and then if you get a spot, then you can email them to try to get a ticket and if you have the spot in line to get a ticket, then you can maybe... Simple as that. Baba ba Beyonce is coming in for the concert. Better get your Baba tickets now. Baba Beyonce is coming. Baba Baba to a city near you. Hey, you should girl Beyonce. Go get your ticket now. You don't want to piss me off because I'll write an album about it. Yo, 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 we back, 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 y'all. So, back to Paris is burning. You guys, Paris is on fire right now. Dorian Corey is walking us through some of our terminology right now. Uh, we're going into shade and reading. Now, shade, according to Dorian Corey, shade comes from reading. Reading came first, and reading is the worst form, okay? So, reading is basically finding a flaw and exaggerating it and so shade is a developed form of reading where it's taking that insult and it's saying i don't have to tell you you're ugly because you already know you're ugly and that's throwing shade and speaking of throwing shade at one point in time a few years ago two white people had a podcast called throwing shade and had sold a television show called throwing shade two white people throwing motherfucking shade at that point i was like i have seen it all hollywood i have fucking seen it all okay now we're getting to willie ninja the original shade assassin the original vogue assassin and he's talking about how voguing is basically based in pantomime and it's a, a way to pantomime throwing shade and that's how voguing that's some of the roots of voguing and how voguing began. Also, we got some of the legendary quotes from Ms. Venus Extravaganza. Touch the skin, darling. Touch all of the skin, honey. Like, if you've ever heard that before, that's a quote from Venus Extravaganza. Oh, it's so sweet, you guys. Like, Octavia St. Laurent is talking about her desire to fully transition and become a model like... All of the, the famous models like Christy Brinkley and stuff has all the, she has these pictures from like Vogue and all of these magazines up on her wall of these and, you know, dreaming to become a model. And I do believe that Octavia St. Laurent did actually model. I think she did get a modeling contract, but it's like so interesting and so wonderful to see how far we've come where a trans model is not an anomaly. It's not like she's, you, you know, Octavia having to to pretend or anything, you know, so it's 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 yeah. This is a, there has, prog progress has been made, although it never feels like any progress has happened. You know, you can look back at moments like this and go, oh, okay, they'll get there, Octavia, don't worry. 
they'll get there. You guys, Venus Extravaganza is... Oh, goodness. So Venus Extravaganza is a working girl by night, if you know what I mean. And um, she just, like, there's no way for you to watch this documentary and not love Venus Extravaganza. You know, like, if you've ever, if you've seen any, like, clips from this uh, documentary whatsoever, you've probably seen the picture of... Uh, Venus Extravaganza in a boombox looking over the river. Venus Extravaganza is a trans woman going through her transition in the film and meets a tragic end. Yo, yo, yo. So Octavia St. Laurent is at a Ford model casting call in New York. And <laughs> the documentary is interviewing Eileen Ford, who... <laughs> who drops a bit of <laughs> knowledge on your neck. Basically talking about models, like she's just like, you know, you just do whatever you put on the clothes or you do whatever the brand says. But she says, you know, it's like, she's like, it's like that thing when if people ask how you're doing, don't tell them if you're sick because they don't really care. <laughs> okay, so let me just drop this on you guys right now. So here's the deal. So Dorian Corey, the one who's been giving us this sage advice, telling us all these terms, what they mean, reading and shade and doing, you know, telling us the history of of ball culture and everything while she puts on her makeup uh dorian cory that dorian cory has been sitting on a secret the whole documentary so if you go back here's the thing so if you do a deep dive and you go into the dude the world of this documentary you start googling these people and stuff which i have several times i do it all the time after i watch the documentary like i, I always start googling again to see if any new information see who's passed on see who's still with us and do those types of things anyways i'm going to do that the second that i'm done recording this bet your bottom dollar so in my deep dive of dorian cory and as you will see in your deep dive of dorian cory at this particular moment when this is being filmed, Dorian Corey's ex-boyfriend is missing. Dorian Corey's just uh, gone on about Dorian Corey's life, doing balls and being fabulous and being a showgirl and doing her own thing, uh, aging gracefully and helping the new legendary children come up and giving them all of the wisdom, being the legendary mother Dorian Corey is, until Dorian Corey passes on. And then, when Dorian Corey passes on... <laughs> They go into Dorian Corey's closet and they find a trunk. <laughs> and in the trunk is the mummified body of Dorian Corey's ex-boyfriend <laughs> with a single bullet hole in the back of his head. <laughs> so there you go. On the upside, Willie Ninja does go on to become successful. He states in the beginning of the documentary how he wants Voguing to go worldwide and then we catch up to Willie Ninja by the end and Voguing does go worldwide and he is at the center of it and he's he does get to Vogue in Paris that was his dream he said you know not just that Paris is burning the bowl but I want to take it to Paris and you know what he took it to Paris and good for him and he made a cultural movement that is still relevant to this day so Willie Ninja thank you and all these people quite frankly Octavia St. Laurent, Dorian Gorey and uh, Venus Extravaganza the whole, all of them, Freddie Pendarvis, the whole, the whole group. And of course, the documentary ends with Dorian Corey dropping one last wisdom bomb on her next, talking about, you know, life and how she thinks that the whole point of life is hell just to get through it and enjoy it. And then she drops that, that quotable wisdom where she says, and hell, if you shoot an arrow and it goes real high, Hooray for you.
<laughs> so, ah, the wisdom of Dorian Corey. So anyways, amazing documentary Paris is Burning. You guys check it out on HBO. Hey, SP. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, SP. Hold up. Beyonce? Hold up, SP. Hold up. What the, what the, what, what, what the, what the, what the thing you said about shooting arrows? I was just quoting Dorian Corey. She said, if you shoot an arrow and it goes real high, then hooray for you. If you shoot an arrow, it goes real high, hooray for me. Yeah, if you shoot an arrow and it goes real high, hooray for you. If you shoot an arrow and it goes real high, hooray for you. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. All right. Sounds like a hit. You guys, you guys. You guys, you guys, you guys. Beyonce game. You guys, this is a great day. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm from Texas. So, you know, I got the Houston hookup. Shout out to Beyonce. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for listening today. We had so much fun. I love Paris is Burning. And if you haven't seen it, then y'all, HBO Max, go get it, go get it dead. Go get it dead, the do, the dead, the do, the do. Thank you guys. Don't forget to follow the podcast on like Apple and stuff. Follow it on Spotify and stuff. Leave a review and a rating. And, you know, go back. If you're new here, go back and listen to some of the old episodes. They're good. They're good. I, they're good. I swear. Beyonce's in all of them. I swear. Thank you guys for listening so much. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, whatever, at SB Randolph. TikTok at SB underscore Randolph. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.